Hello, welcome to the Podcast of Things. My name is Ed Martin. I'm joined by my co-host, George Murphy. Hi, guys. The Podcast of Things is a weekly podcast where we take inspiration from the internet of things. We talk about things we like, things we don't like, and everything in between. Hello, George. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm knackered, but I'm good. How are you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad. I'm, uh, I'm pretty, pretty shattered as well. It's a bit a long week, mm. but good news this week. Um, we are now officially 50% vaccinated. Well, we actually decided 75% vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, because it's not, it's not distributed evenly, is it? But yeah, we. No, no, no. The waiting is off. Yeah, we both had dose one. You've had yours today. You're feeling a bit tired. Yeah, I feel all right. I feel. I mean, I don't feel. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the vaccine. I didn't sleep particularly well last night, mm. so I don't know if it's probably a mixture of the both. Um, but otherwise, I, I had the Pfizer one. Uh, I think you had the AstraZeneca one mm. as well. Um, but the only, the only notice what I feel like I've been punched in the arm. That's yeah. all I can. That's that's basically it. Um, it was a weird experience because I was I was going in there expecting to, you know it was it was amazing. I, I props to everyone who does it and to all the all the people who volunteer i was in and out kind of in 15 minutes yeah, yeah. after i'd waited but it was a massive anticlimax because i was waiting i was i was a, like i just went in they're like oh hello hello mate um what's your name uh, ed uh yeah here you are go off bugger off and sit over there for 15 minutes and then we'll see you in a bit yeah i was expecting some kind of like fanfare of like yeah well done you got your I don't know. You got your vaccine. Well done. I know. Congratulations. I, I did give myself a little cheer after I came out. I did, did, did do a little woohoo. <laughs> and, uh, just because just I was yeah. very relieved. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but no, it was really, really great. It is kind of like, they're in kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, piss off now. You've, got, you've had it. Um, but it was fun. It was good. It was a good experience. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling a bit feeling a bit tired now. It's like behind my eyes. Like, But yeah, it was good. Um, but other than that, weather, weather shit. Oh, it miserable again. God, who live in England, eh? No, no, don't. Bloody global warming. Yeah, no, tell me about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're back again with an, an episode two of uh, Potty 4.0 or episode season four, whatever you want to call it. You decide. We're just here to record podcasts and put them out to you. Um, this week is is we. I'm just going to tease it right now. The potty I've got is a doozy. Is it a break of the banker? Oh god, it's. I don't think you. I think. I think, without buying a house, I don't think you could break the, this potty. This is going to escalate, isn't it? And I'm. I'm quite looking forward to seeing how it goes. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm keen. Yeah, good. Um, but with that being said, let's just crack on with your thing of the week. Okay, so as Ed mentioned, we're both knackered. Um, and it's been it's a quite a difficult time at the moment in the school world. Um, all of a sudden, it's like shit. The year 11s have 12 days left at school, and we need <laughs> we, we need to, we need to prove that uh, that they deserve the grades they've got without taking exams. So it's been a lot going on. It's been quite stressful. Um, so this morning, I thought I would go and visit one of my favourite establishments, um, and it's not particularly about that establishment. It's more the genre let's go genre okay so on the way to on the way to work 
there is a very reliable Greg's, um, Ooh. which is which is attached to a petrol station. So okay. it's very very convenient, and I've been there forty times since I've been there. Just you know, grabbing <laughs> something to eat. Today I've got a Belgian bun. Yeah, um, I wanted an apple Danish. Didn't have any. Oh well. Um, oh, I do love a Danish. But it's very it's very conveniently situated. Um, and my thing this week is petrol stations with additional eateries attached to them. Uh, okay, interesting. So it's not. Not uh, not service stations because they're hell on earth. Um, yeah, they're the worst things in the world. Yeah, and it's not me saying they're all good, and it's not me saying they're all bad. It's the the flip a coin potluck you get when you discover one. Um, yeah. So as I've mentioned, the one on the way to work, Greg's spot on. They've even got a little Starbucks there. Like it's, it's they nice. they never let you down. There's always loads of sausage rolls, loads of donuts. The staff are amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, as, as teachers, we, we do munch out a fair amount. Um, so <laughs> it, it does get frequented quite a lot. Um, so that's my mm-hmm. that's not like my heads of the uh, of the coin, if you like. That's my good side. It's your title. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the standard we're setting. Um, yeah. About four years ago, maybe long. I'm going to say four years ago. Uh, the closest yeah. petrol station to me uh, opened a subway inside. And Ooh, it's a proper, nice. it's a proper subway, Fancy. like a proper establishment. Um, yeah. And in the four years it's been opened, I've been there twice, and yeah. it's probably a four-minute walk from my house. So there's there's no there's no issue with convenience. I could literally walk there. Um, the first time I went is absolutely fine. Like it, it, you know, you're, you're on a petrol station buying a subway. What are you going to want? Um, the second time was arguably the worst food customer experience I've ever experienced in my life um, and as a result I've never gone back uh, and it was no one's fault nothing particularly happened but you could tell that the staff were brand new the store was brand new and it took me 45 minutes to get a subway like a single subway because everything that I wanted needed to be replenished they had no bread um, they couldn't decide the order with which they were serving me in. So some people were doing my salad, some were doing the what the toast in, etc., etc. To the point where I was kind of just stood there watching it from the outside, looking in, like completely removed from the fact that it was my sandwich. I was just kind of observing because I'm a fairly patient person <laughs> and I'm not going to kick off because you can tell these people are brand new and I'm not a, I'm not that that kind of dickhead. So I'm I just it was a very very eye-opening experience but as a result i've never i've never gone back so there we go there's my there's my two sides of the coin um lovely lovely greg's incompetent subway i mean i've got some questions mm. um how i mean firstly how does it take 45 minutes to make a subway it doesn't um uh and but the second question is what were you doing whilst do you literally just standing there so like just, a lemon i was just, whilst stood, I was just like, there like a lemon because that's that's the extent. I mean, of I my would patience. kick off. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not me. <laughs> but a subway, like, like you could you could have walked to I don't know, walked to Portsmouth and back. I could have gone and to made the next your own subway. subway. Yeah, and back, and not even yeah. get the beat. It was just it was one of those days where you got nothing to do, and I think I might have been a bit yeah. hungover, and it was just like this is okay. This is that may, probably makes sense. This, this is happening. Okay, this is happening today. Fine. Okay, let's see yeah. where this goes. 
Okay, if you're hungover, I can kind of understand why you couldn't be bothered to, you know, kick off. <laughs> Make um, I, I the, the, uh, and I quite like this because I'm like you. I hate service stations. Yeah. I hate going in like fleet fleet service stations is the worst. Mm-hmm. There's always like chavs around, and I just it I I get intimidated, and I just end up not getting anything. But however, on the way to Chichester, where Katie lives, there and past kind of Andover way, there is um, Whiteley Services, which is mm, Whiteley's great. Whiteley Services is the best thing in the whole entire because the best thing, it's got a fucking Starbucks drive-through. Yeah, and I, I mean they are the best things in the whole. I mean Starbucks are the great, is great, but and I always go right. I'm gonna get something really nice. I always end up end up ordering the same coffee. Uh, uh, but it's just the convenience of just getting a coffee without having to get out of your car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the ultimate laziness, uh, but it is it makes the experience much much better. Um, and I suppose my heads. We we're talking about heads. My heads would be. We went to, uh, I can't remember where it is. It's not that far away, but for Chris's 50th or 40th, one of his major birthdays, we went to a service station with a little chef mm. attached. The classic. But this little chef wasn't just any little chef. This was the little chef that Heston Blumenthal had kind of taken <laughs> oh, over. Jesus and tried Christ. to And tried to make, you know, he, he basically did the um, did the menu and stuff like that. It was like, it was it was a little chef basically, mm. but with his, with his, brand behind it and like all these like triple cooked chips when they were first things first kind of like on the market and it wasn't great and they were recording this tv show at the time and they they asked me to interview and for about five years afterwards uh. I, I did this interview and i was waiting for this tv show to come out and i sat through about an hour and a half of heston blumenthal at little chef waiting for my interview to come up they left it on the editing edit, editing room floor didn't they <laughs> oh, i was shafted that could have been your big break. You might not be sat here right now. I know. That could have been it. Restaurateur Ed Marvin. Oh God. Oh, that's, I didn't. I never knew that. If you if you go on my Facebook profile, one of my first ever photos of me is at that little chef, and I had like really long hair, and I thought I was I was so preppy. I had like a polo shirt with a. I think with I've a, seen that photo. Jumper. I think I've known the one you mean as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and it was it was a really great great experience. I haven't. I don't know if I've got any awful experiences of service stations other than just being really hungover going to one um but yeah that, that that's kind of that's kind of the peak of my service mm. station life is is Hessen Blumenthal's little chef that's, that's a pretty good peak as well and I'm, it's a very random thing but I was sort of like I was driving to work this morning on my way to my Belgian bun and I was just like yeah this, I was like this is a nice experience I was like whenever when I do this like once a fortnight or whatever I like I really, yeah. I really enjoy this, and then my my, my our mind instantly yeah. went to the shit subway, and I was like, oh, okay, now I've got my thing for today. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's your thing. Actually, well, whilst we're on this, we um, friend of the show, Louis, who were at university, yeah, yeah, yeah. we drove to um, we drove to Kent to like he had like a family do that we were all invited to. I think it was Hamish's birthday actually. Another friend of the show. Uh, and we stopped off, and I literally had the best Starbucks in my whole entire life. And then Louis and I pledged i don't know if he remembers this pledged to write a book about all the best service stations in the whole entire country we that didn't obviously suffice to say that didn't materialize but you know that's i think i think our love for service stations or not service stations but kind of petrol stations yeah. with accoutrements as we like to say um uh, that was where it peaked i like the i like it when you or oh, do i like it no i don't like it but i also the anxiety leads into excitement is when you you drive somewhere you've never been before and you're yeah. kind of waiting 
you're like, how long can we hold out before we need to stop? And then that place you're going to stop is either going to be great or it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. And I think when we were coming to Nottingham for that Christmas, um, yeah. me and Alice tried to find stop off at McDonald's. No, it was when we were going to see Alice's, uh, Ginger Alice's new house. It was on the way. And we yeah. tried to stop off at this McDonald's that we put in the sat-nav. But the McDonald's ended up being like on the high street and not accessible mm-hmm. by a car. So we like pissed around for that, wasted half an hour. And then found a really amazing one like on the way. It was like a shining like beacon and we were we've been it was like <laughs> literally the golden arches yeah literally we, i picked alice up from work it was late we hadn't eaten dinner and we did we got there at like nine o'clock so we were absolutely starving and we were like we're just gonna have to give up at this point because we haven't seen any more mcdonald's yeah. and there it was just like right on right on our pathway as well so yeah um, can you i mean it's good i mean it's great thing of the week but can you believe this is probably going to be the our longest segment is about fucking service stations yeah. and petrol stations with accoutrements yep. okay, um, but finally it. i must we must must shout out to i think it's in gloucester somewhere and you literally it's one of the apparently it's like been voted one of the best petrol stations in the world and it, you kind of like it's almost like a it's like a like a it's like a james bond bunker and you kind of go almost underground what? um and it's in the side of a hill and so obviously it's a Waitrose, obviously. Um, and it's super duper, uber 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 techno- like, like spick and span, and it looks amazing. So shout out to that to that, that probably the best petrol station I've been to in my life. Um, but yeah, I can't believe we're talking about petrol stations for this amount of time. But that they are great. It's a good thing of the week. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so uh, with the petrol stations out of the way, I think we can just move on to my thing of the week now. However, this is the part of the show where we plug our podcast. As I said last week, we are well in advance of 600 followers on Instagram. So thank you everyone for your support so far. We urge and pledge you to keep shouting us out, keep telling your friends, your family. As we always say, word of mouth is the best way to get our podcast out of there. So you're doing your job. We urge you to keep doing it. For those of you who don't know, our Instagram is at Podcast of Things. So go over there, give us a like, give us a comment give us a shout out and just interact with us and interact with our posts. We really appreciate it. If you're not on Instagram, go over to anchor.fm forward slash podcast of things. And there you can pick your podcast platform and listen to our previous shows and listen to our new ones when they come out. Finally, email. Send us an email, podcastofthings20 at gmail.com and we will reply. We'd love to hear from you. What is your favorite service station, petrol station? (laughs) Have you ever had a a bad subway experience? like George did. Um, 45 minutes is a long time, mm. but let us know if you've had a similar experience. With that being said, let's just crack on back with the show and my thing of the week. So for my thing of the week, I'm going to turn it down a notch. We've been talking about the high, fast-paced life of a petrol station and waiting 45 minutes for a subway and Hess and Blumenthal's Little Chef. However, there's there's something that kind of has 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 taken my intention away from all of that. Uh, and I I don't know if you, you find this, but I'm now of a certain age where uh, sleeping is not necessarily as easy or as good as I once it once was or perhaps wanted to be yeah right so there are days gone past where i could easily if i hadn't had double figure hour sleeps i was a complete wreck the next day but now i can kind of pass on 
six, seven, eight hours sleep um, and be relatively okay the next day, which is which is something that I would never been able to do. Uh, I also used to be a massive napper. I still nap at the weekends, but uh, I, I couldn't go a day without napping no. in my prime. Um, so, uh, and the, the worst thing about sleeping now is that a getting to sleep. Um, I take uh, the stresses of adult life. I end up thinking about, oh shit, I should have sent that email, or oh shit, <laughs> what am I going to do tomorrow? From you know, for when you know the partner at the law firm is going to kick off and tell me <laughs> off for not doing something that no one I, I did and no one ever remembers. You know, my brain starts going off a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, I wake up during the middle of the night because my bladder is now turned into the size of a pea and I need to go for a wee. So those two things uh, affect my sleep. But the former, not being able to get to sleep, I've started going and started exploring the art of sleep meditation. Oh, okay. Right. And that is my thing of the week this week, is sleep meditation. Wow, okay. And it's really, really good and really, really fun. Weirdly fun. Yeah. And it's really interesting. It does, it massively helps me get to sleep, kind of switch off, shut down, and the quality of sleep I get is is much greater. So there's a thing on YouTube uh, specifically for sleep meditations, and they're called Sleepy Cat Meditations. Right. It's quite a cute name. Yeah, isn't it? Um, and basically, um, there's a couple of... Um, a couple of... They basically do guided sleep stories. Yeah, okay. And a couple of, of the yeah. stories I've listened to um, have has been a, a journey with Gandalf to Rivendell. <laughs> nice. A peaceful day in the Shire. Hogwarts at Christmas and a journey to the burrows. So wow. there's kind of f- three or four sleep sleep guided stories about Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. And if, if you know us, if you've been listening to us from the beginning, you'll know that we are massive nerds and we love both of those things. So I've been using them not every night because sometimes I'm so tired that I just fall asleep um, as soon as I hit the pillow. But if I'm struggling to get to sleep, I turn on these guys and uh, they kind of... Do you do your breathing exercises? And then they start telling you a story um, and then you fall asleep. I haven't made it 15 minutes into what is 50 minutes worth of a sleep story. Really? An hour and 15 minutes worth of sleep story. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I do wake up when it's still going, but I have passed out and long gone before the end of the, before the, end of the story. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, I've heard of these, but I didn't realise they'd be so, like, powerful. I'm definitely yeah. trying this. Me, this is this is me all over. This is because yeah, I cannot go to sleep in silence. I yeah, I'm the same as you. It doesn't matter if I'm around someone else's house, if I'm camping, whatever. If I'm on a plane, I need to be listening to something because as soon as there's silence, my brain just ticks, and I just yeah, and it just I can't. I need to just distract myself. Like you're not. I'm like. I never do one thing at once anyway. I'm always got a podcast on, yeah. then I'm doing something else, then I'm doing something else. So it's two or three things at once. So when you try and go to bed and all of a sudden you're doing essentially nothing, I find it yeah. really difficult to switch off. So this is yeah. absolutely something I'm going to try, um, especially yeah. with the theme of it as well, like the Harry Potter and all of the rings. Um, another thing we try as well is you can get lavender spray. Yes. Which sounds... Because... I'm not into the the holistics and the homeopathics. It's not. I'm you know I'm a scientist and but yeah. genuinely, the the association with bedtime and that consistent smell, and it doesn't smell yeah. like, and like 
it gets rid of smell of fart out of the room as well, which is brilliant. Like it just it just <laughs> close, you just, just calms your eyes down. Um, I don't yeah. I don't struggle with my sleep too much um, anymore. I think my job, the the intensity of my new job, you know, this job, has changed my patterns massively. Um, yeah, and I'm getting seven hours of light. It's normally eleven till six. It's kind of what I do. Um, yeah. but I mean until about well until I started teaching so say two and a half years ago I would not be able to go to sleep until at least two o'clock in the morning ever Yeah. and like Alice would be asleep she'd be passed out she's been asleep since half ten and I would just be endlessly like watch, re-watching series reading on my phone like I'd sometimes go downstairs and stick the place like that's my, my sleeping was so bad um, yeah because I just never felt like my brain was tired enough. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's such a good suggestion. Um, and I'm, I'm absolutely going to try that as well. Because that... because that, I, would, I would definitely recommend it. It just removes the thing of what we're going to watch when we go to sleep. Okay, yeah. just put that yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. doesn't matter now. We can go to sleep whenever we're ready. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not... I mean, for, for me, it was like... I, I mean, I, I can fall asleep quite quickly, but... Um, I'm like you. I couldn't. I I really struggled to go to fall asleep without something on. It used to be just watching Friends yeah. or watching a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, and then and then it, my quality of my sleep really it really impacted the quality of my sleep. And I was I wasn't sleeping as deeply. But with this on, it kind of it helps me with my the deepness of my sleep and the ability to sleep with some without silence on. Um, and yeah, like I got I it literally. It literally takes five minutes to fall asleep, um, and yeah, it's really great. Like I go to bed at like half eleven, half ten, and then I stay up for an hour and a half watching YouTube or reading a book, or and then my brain, I kind of switch my brains back, my brain back on. But if I go up, go up to bed a bit later, whack this on, fall asleep within fifteen minutes, and then I have a proper solid three hour, three four hours sleep of deep sleep. And then you know, I need to get up and go for a wee. But that's a, that's a good point as well. What you've just mentioned is I've started doing this because well, I have to get up at six and I need to be awake and you know ready for the day. I would tend to go to like get in get into bed at like half eight nine, and still only yeah. go to bed at like eleven. But yeah. I found what you've just said. I would then associate bed with somewhere else to stimulate yeah. my brain. And now I'm getting into bed at half ten, and I'm out by eleven. Like absolutely yeah. no issues. And I think, obviously, when we move out, and we've got all that much more space as well, that's going to be a regular thing. It's not going into bed yeah. until I'm literally going to go to sleep. Because yeah. you're right. I'll go to bed. A program will go on. I'll be on my phone, whatever. And then I'm still, I'm still awake. I'm still telling myself that I'm awake. Mm. But no, that's yeah, really, a really good thing. I like that is. That is good. Yeah, it's really, really good. I would recommend anyone in the whole entire world to try some sleep meditation. No there's doubt. also this thing on Spotify that I use. Uh, there's a playlist, like a deep sleep playlist, which is quite good uh, for a bit of change. And I put whack that on, and it's kind of like some some really calming music. Can you I send that to that me? And that, WhatsApp. That kind. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put it on. Um, I'll link it on our Twitter as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, I would recommend listening to that. That kind of sends me off to sleep slower, but I sleep for longer. Um, that's kind of how I found it over the last couple of weeks. But yeah, that was my thing of the week. I thought it'd be a bit different, a mm. bit of kind of change of change, change of tax. You know, the fast, the fast pace 
just turn it down a little bit. So yeah, I really recommend going to check out Sleepy Cat Meditations on YouTube 100%. and just try any sleep sleep meditation. Um, they're really really good. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I I challenge you to stay awake from to not fall asleep within ten minutes. No, it's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, really good, really really good. Um, well, that with that all being said, let's let's go on to our favorite part of the show. Yes, the potty. Let's do it. So after all the, I've kind of we've kind of we've kind of done a done a fast paced sandwich here, or or a sleepy sandwich where we've gone fast paced sleep fast pace. We're back on to our potty, our second nominee for potty 4.0. This is a doozy. I'm I'm can keep saying to you this is this is I, I I you used the term last week fell off your chair. This is what I did this week. Okay. A because it's so fecking cool, but also because <laughs> it's so fecking expensive. Right. Okay. Um. This is this is literally futuristic shit that you see on Fallout Four and kind of like in like futuristic world and like it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So basically, this is this is um, this is the kitchen by Moly Robotics. The kitchen. It's called the kitchen. The kitchen. Okay. Um, uh, and it's basically um, a ceiling-mounted two-armed kitchen robot. What? This is the world's first. It's pre-programmed with thousands of recipes and even having the ability to clean up after itself. What? The kitchen is something truly remarkable. No. Uh, it took six years of R&D. Uh, the masterpiece centers on two articulating hands that glide along a track installed in the ceiling of your kitchen. Uh. Kitchen. It mirrors professional chef's movements and users have to select what they want to eat from a touchscreen and Viola, the robot, does the rest. Although the robot can handle the cooking, users will still have to do some prep, peeling, dicing, etc. And I, looked, I, had a, I had a go on, and I looked at looked at the the um, the robot in action, Viola, and basically it's this great thing where where there's actually like professional chefs have provided recipes for it, right? Uh, and you can select these recipes, uh, and you can. Basically, by the looks of it, it just does it all, all with the cooking, and you don't even have to think about it. And it's this kind of futuristic cabinet on the side of your wall that you touch screen, you just click it, and it, this sliding robot comes out of it and literally just does all, all everything for you. I'm giggling. This it looks amazing. Um, so without without looking up, guess how much the guess how much it costs? Um, twenty five. Thousand. Oof. No, 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 no. No. Times it, times it by ten and then some. Three hundred grand. Yeah, three hundred thirty-five grand. Fuck it, no. So this is just this is Mr. Handy from from Fallout, isn't it? Because that's it's just yeah. this alternate reality cyberpunk, steampunk, like whatever you want to call it. Not cyberpunk, maybe, but just a futuristic. But it's it's a kitchen aid. It's a it's a teammate. It's, a, it's, it's something yep. that does a chore for you so you don't have to, that it's ultimately pointless, but it's going to yep. cost you as much as your house is. I need to, what is it called? I need to Google yep. it. What's it called? The Moly. Moly. M-O-L-E Robotics. They're, Lon- they're from London, London-based. So it's 335 Oh my dollars. God. It's literally arms that come from the ceiling. What the fuck? You're not even. I, I mean, this we've we've kind of peaked here. I don't think you're going to get better than that. No, nah, that is, and you can absolutely use it on the toilet. 
<laughs> you could literally you could be sitting on the toilet and Viola uh, would be cooking you some eggs, which is what they keep playing on their website. I mean, I this is the first one I genuinely want. Like, yes. Apart from, <laughs> I'd be terrified it would either undercook something. No, I wouldn't undercook something. No, because it'd have tech thermometers in it. I don't know. I want this. Yeah. This is mad. Like I could be like after this, I've got to go and cook dinner, and I've had a long day, and I can't be asked right. Right now, yeah. I could be sat on my phone going, okay, cut the onions. Okay, yeah, sweet. Status, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, Ed, good one. This is, this is... It's, it's amazing. But if you can't be bothered to go, um, can't be able to cook, walk down to your local subway. <laughs> yeah, it's only four or five minutes. It's quicker than cooking a meal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I really, I saw this and I was like, this is it. This is the one. That's peak. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. This is the winner well, give me, might even, there's no point even having any other nominees. No. This is going to be the, nom- the winner of of Potty 4.0 without a shadow of a doubt. I, I think it's got to be up there. I don't. I mean, the price is extremely prohibitive, but I don't. I think it warrants it. It's 300. Gr- do you reckon? Do you think? It, do, you, do you do you think it's prohibitive? Just a little bit. Oh, is 300 <laughs> grand too much for what it does? I think yeah, probably. But yeah, I mean yes. Yeah, it is. Yes, you could, <laughs> you, could a... you could, you could employ a personal chef to do exactly yeah. the same job for you, and you wouldn't even need to do any prep. No, you're right. Okay, yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, it's absolutely bananas. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, bana- it's, it's totally bananas. It's peeling bananas. That's what it is. It is. I mean, I mean, it also just is you. Why would you do? So the, I'm looking on the website now, and the thing that they asked it to do is fry an egg. Right. I mean, for 335 grams, you wanted to do something a little bit oh, more ex- expressive than fry an egg. Yeah, of course you can. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's still amazing, and I, I kind of it's it's actually, if you think about it, it's quite terrifying because this is this is literally the future. It's robot arms with a knife. <laughs> yes, you're arming it. It you're is arming it. We are we are arming the arms. Shit, it's just gonna be a tornado of death. Oh God, can you imagine? Oh, God, um, I love that. But yeah, so that was um that was. That was a potty. Uh, that was a nominee two for potty four point oh. The, the kitchen by Moly 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 Robotics. I recommend you go check it out. Check out and look at the video that they've got in action. <laughs> uh, it's taken a lot of work and it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, it is. Cool, um, man. It's probably a bit out outside our budget, um, but I think that again, this I kind of I kind of go keep going back and I like the I like what you you keep using is this is the Sims analogy where you literally. Use mother load, mother load, mother load, mother load, mother load, and get all the money in the world, and you just buy this completely pointless shit that you don't actually need. But you're so rich, it doesn't even you don't even it doesn't even matter. Yeah, this is peak Sims because they would do this. Like once you maxed out your robotics career and you're like head engineer of space tech or something, this would be like the little thing yeah. that pops up in your chest, and you're like, you've unlocked moly kitchen appliances, and you're like, what the fuck? Yes, is this? exactly. And then and then it would like kill one of your friends. Oh, I don't know. It'd be something dramatic like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be. It's, it's great. That's no, a good one. I mean, this kid, these kids as well on the on the. Um, yeah, I noticed that on the website. Don't look particularly happy. No, because daddy, daddy's got a new plotting. murder toy. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, that kind of wraps it up for this week. Uh, good episode this week. I enjoyed this that one. Um, mm. We'll be back next week with another brand new brand new episode. And good luck, George, trying to beat that potty. Um, but yeah, uh, with that, the only thing that needs to be do- done is for, to shout out Dom. Yeah, uh, 
please go follow Don Balgi and his band Y Pinto. They do the intro, the outro, and everything in between. Tro, um, you can find them on Instagram at Y Pinto Band. That's Y is in. Why the hell is it so expensive? Pinto is in. I really <laughs> hope it can wash my Pinto beans. And Band as in. I hope its hands can be closed with a rubber band. There you go. Done it. Triple nice. One. Triple one this week. You, that was a, that was the trifecta of of words association. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Have a good one. Yes.